There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. Hello and welcome to Dead Letter Movie Chat. This is episode 34, recorded April 29th, 2018. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And you guessed it, we're talking about Avengers Infinity War, starring nearly all the heroes that have been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to date. Pretty much. Plus a couple of others. Oh, uh, not too many new people. Not, but no, not, not, not too many. There, there are enough to, to start with. So... Mm-hmm. As, uh, as usual, we're going to try to steer clear of spoilers, at least for a little bit here. Uh, just give sort of our general impressions. Uh, I mean, I, I had fun. I, I enjoyed the movie. It's, it's definitely popcorn. This is not their best movie, it, you know, even though it's their, their biggest. And in fact, maybe because it's their biggest so far. It's... it's uh, it is certainly their biggest. I think it's the most expensive one. As as we record this, I believe also the biggest opening of all time. So yeah, as, I am curious how much of the percentage is just paying the actors, um, though. Yeah, got uh, gotta be a lot at at this point. Yeah, because I mean, it didn't look like an undue amount of special effects compared to any of the previous entries. You know, a lot of these were were sets that they already had built and probably had in storage and can pull out and and reassemble at least i hope they did yeah um, yeah one would hope it's like they, they've been planning this for you know how many years they surely there was a little bit of forethought at that level too hopefully yeah um well you know that some of the stuff that isn't just green but yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah so we have nearly all of the avengers plus the guardians mm-hmm. of the galaxy and uh, some of their supporting cast as well all trying to combat the big bad first teased at the end of 2012's The Avengers, Thanos, the Mad Titan, who's trying to get all the Infinity MacGuffins and put them in the MacGuffin Glove. I like them. The MacGuffin Glove. Uh, or as uh, this, yes, Thanos, also known as Purple Bruce Willis in my mind. Even though it's Josh Brolin. I know it's Josh Brolin, <laughs> but they totally, like, when he takes the helmet off, he just looks like Bruce Willis. Uh, like he kind of does. Bruce Willis. Uh, I don't know why, uh, but... <laughs> This is what I felt. I mean, Josh, Bro- Josh Brolin's voice comes out. It sounds like Josh Brolin. It acts like Josh Brolin. It just looks like Bruce Willis. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's 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 neither a point for or against the movie. It's just that's that. just Andrew being weird, folks. That's just Andrew being weird. Just yeah, and me kind of wanting to make you also see purple Bruce Willis. But <laughs> I'm gonna get you for this. <laughs> All right, so Purple Bruce Willis and his MacGuffin glove come to town and cause a ruckus. Um, he's trying to collect all the Infinity Stones, and we have seen just about all of these stones show up in other movies, um, albeit by like diff- we by different names. Or we know them as these like colorful jewel things that we see from movie to movie. And I don't know if we I don't know if we actually know necessarily what which one was, but apparently they're like elemental ish. There's, like, mind, reality, soul. Yeah, some of that, I think, had been mentioned in previous movies, but not all. So we, we get a little yeah. bit of exposition for that here. Even It had been hinted at previously. It's, I couldn't remember, so. This is movie number 19, 19. in 10 years. So there's yeah. a lot of information that you probably forgot. Yeah, 
And that's, that is kind of a, a sticking point here. This should not be anybody's jumping on point. Uh, if, no. if you're interested at all in, in getting into the, the Marvel movies and, and what all the noise is about, don't, don't start here. This is a bad place to start. I don't, I don't know what your best starting point would be. That would be for another podcast, but well, I think the first Avengers would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. I don't know if it would be the best, but yeah. So all that said, it's not unreasonable for them to expect the audience have some previous knowledge of some of these characters and, and some of the, the things that are going on coming into this movie, but that still hurts it a little. It kind of does. Um, it makes it kind of not stand on its own very well. Not like it, It's sort of odd because when you're in episode 19 of something, if we were to think of this like the Marvel TV show, mm-hmm. you don't need to do that. So it's, I don't, I understand, but at the same time, a part of me really wants like a two and a half hour thing to stand on its own a little bit better. But we, we can get to that in a second. But nonetheless, you've probably got an idea how the story goes. Um, our big bad is Thanos, who is is a better villain than we've had, but he's still not great. Yeah, yeah. So he he does seem to have some some depth, but he's still not very complicated. He's he's still very single minded. Like he's still pretty one dimensional. It's a pretty it's a deeper one dimension than we usually get. Yeah, which is 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 weird. It's like yeah, this sucks. I'm still gonna do it. But yeah, that is kind of what's good. Like we see his motivation. We kind of understand it, but his motivation and his reasonings feel so comic book Lex Luthor lazy villain that it doesn't quite gel him into a very compelling villain. I mean, the fact that he's big and purple and voiced by Josh Brolin really helps. I mean, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, like, I wouldn't really put him in the pantheon of great villains. No, not based on this movie, at least. No. But there is some some fun to be had. There's some some really neat action pieces it's it's fun to see some of these characters interact with uh, with others that they haven't on screen before. For me, particularly, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark and Benedict Cumberbatch's Stephen Strange, both of whom have played uh, Sherlock Holmes in, in recent years, and mm-hmm. whose Marvel characters are also very similar. Yes, they're very similar. Um, and it actually just made me not like those characters as much. I, I, I do, I understand where you're coming from, and I don't think you're wrong. I don't even actually disagree. I'm just saying it, it just sort of irked me to see two guys be jerks to each other. <laughs> and it just, I don't know, I, it just didn't, it, like, it didn't work for me like it would other people. Um, but I'll concede that it just made me not like them as much. Yeah, to to me, neither of them are really meant to be completely likable. Yeah, that's true. And I, I I think it was it was fun to have them see that from the other side for once, at, yes. at least a little bit. But there are definitely some some other funny bits when uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy meet Thor. There's a, there's some fun to be had there. There's a scene where Drax tries to show off his new standing still ability. I laughed quite a lot at that scene. <laughs> there's also a Batman joke that I was the only one that laughed at in the theater. So I'm hoping other people laugh at that later. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we 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 got some laughs for that when I saw it. So. <laughs> It is a lot of action, you're right. It is a whole lot of action, and it kind of feels like it doesn't really let up once things get going. It's like the movie starts and we're already in the middle of something. I know for some people are really into that. Like, that's some people that really like. I could have used some more downtime, um, which could have had more quips, and I know some people don't particularly like the quips all the time, but uh, I think if there was some more downtime with some fun, I think I would have I would have liked it just a little bit more. Yeah. 
for the most part, it's pretty interesting to see these characters all together in the same movie. It's something that we've never been able to see before on this scale. To, to kind of use what Kevin Smith said, it feels like a giant annual comic book. Well, if you are really into the comics, usually there's like a larger, like 96 page annual thing that comes out once a year. That's like this story that has like everybody in it. And that's kind of what this feels like in cinematic form. And that's yeah. that's kind of neat. I'm not going to lie. That's a kind of a neat thing. And I feel like that's sort of what these Avenger movie, the Avenger title movies are supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that's certainly true. And I agree. It's neat to see them do that. But it has some of the same problems, too, in that it's not going to necessarily be as deep or as good a story as you might get out of, say, three or four regular issues of one running title right. kind of thing. That's something that I, that I, that I don't kind of like about this movie is that I feel like no one is really in it. Just about every Avenger, well, sorry, just about every character you can think of from this universe is in this movie, but they're still kind of barely in the movie. Mm-hmm. It feels like everyone has just like an extended cameo, except for maybe Thanos. Maybe. If I were able to like go to the movie and just start timing people, like maybe he has the most screen time, but I'm not entirely sure. Even then, it's not really Thanos story it's an ensemble movie that doesn't quite get there for me yeah yeah it 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 is a lot like thanos is the central character but you're right it's not really his story we're not being told this story from his perspective it's it's about the heroes Mm -hmm. well thanos certainly thinks of himself as the hero which is something that i think is helpful on him being a villain it's uh they one of the things they say oh mark have a good villain in in any kind of story is that the villain thinks he's the hero of the story and that is portrayed here i will admit that is something that is pretty good for his him being a villain which is something that marvel hasn't been particularly great at there is still a little bit of ronin from guardians of the galaxy though in him i still feel (laughs) Yeah, there there is a little bit, yeah, sort of, not not as deep, not as complicated as as we might like. Yep, he's, he's not as not quite as bad as as uh, as Lee Pace's character from no. from Guardians, but I think he's smarter than that character, but not by much. Uh, you, mm, I'd, I'd say he's pretty easily smarter, but yeah. So I guess the ensemble thing is really the the big sticking point of where I have issue with the movie. When I got home, I was thinking about other ensemble movies that I had seen kind of do this a little bit better. Like I, I kept thinking of like Robert Altman movies. I thought of Nashville. I thought of uh, Love Actually. I thought of, you know, movies like that where they actually have a pretty good central theme and they all kind of put together. I, oh, and I also thought about Pulp Fiction, which this may actually have more in common with it than, like, say, Love Actually or uh, a Robert Altman movie. But this film still uses that kind of structure. Um, it does not have the Pulp Fiction structure. Oh, my God, that would not work at all. <laughs> but no, no, it would not. Yeah, it's, it still has to tell the story in a certain way. And I feel like even at two and a half hours, it still doesn't quite get there. I feel that the Russo brothers had just had established a pretty good system with what they had with the with the uh, with their previous Captain America movies, uh, Civil War and Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is probably being one of the best ones of the whole of these 19 movies. I feel that them having to play in the sandboxes of like the Guardians of the Galaxy world and the Black Panther world and just the Avenger world, it doesn't quite mesh very well. It's the ensemble doesn't quite fit. Like, I mean, it fits sort of in that they're all in the same universe and we know that they work together and such because we've seen 18 other movies before, but it still doesn't feel like it gels. 
And that's to me is like where the film really fails. It feels like I'm watching three different movies. I totally forgot about a side plot that was not even a side plot. It was like an actual plot part of the movie. I totally forgot it was happening. And then we went back to it. And that's when I started getting aware that maybe this movie isn't quite getting up to snuff. I I think you're right. It is kind of like there are two or three different A plots in the movie. I mean, all relating to Thanos, but you've got sort of these sub-ensembles that aren't really talking to each other or aware of what the others are doing necessarily, and and that hurts it a bit too. Mm -hmm. So I I agree. There are certainly problems with this movie. Mm -hmm. All that said, I still had a lot of fun. It's it's a pretty good, entertaining, summer popcorn kind of movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And I am trying to, like, keep that in perspective. But the thing is, I don't know, like, I'm kind of on the fence on whether or not I had, like, I had some fun, but I don't know if I had that much fun. Like, I don't, I don't know if, I mean, I get, I mean, I was entertained. I will say that. I was at least entertained, but I was at least entertained by Suicide Squad. Now, this is a better film than Suicide Squad, but. (laughs) Oh, man. But that's not saying a lot is is the thing. Um, No, that's that's saying almost nothing. So I don't know. That's, I'm very much, like, I can't decide if this is a better film than Age of Ultron, which was which a lot of people like me particularly not being a super big fan of i i don't know i just felt i ended up leaving disappointed not because of spoilery things which we may talk about in a couple of minutes but because it felt like a bunch of puzzle pieces from different puzzle boxes that they tried to shove together and it didn't quite make something yeah yeah i i think that's fair to say but it didn't bother me as as much as it seems to have done you and it's 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 perfectly valid and it it may bother some people. Yeah. It just didn't bother me that much. And that's fine. I mean, like, and, and I'm willing to concede that maybe I'm being weird about this, but that's, you know, everybody's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why we talk about it. Exactly. So all of that said, this, this definitely isn't the best or the most fun I've had at a, at a Marvel movie in the last 10 years. And I've seen them all. Mm-hmm. So. Have you seen them all in the theater? Yes. Wow. I know. I have not, I have still have not seen the two Thor movies, but I've seen everything else. Yeah, yep, saw each and every single one in the theater, including The Incredible Hulk starring Edward Norton. Wow. There may be something wrong with me. I saw that one, yeah, I have not seen all of them in the theater. The, the ones I haven't seen in the theater were, of course, the two Thor movies and uh, The Incredible Hulk and The First Avengers. Um, when The First Avengers came out, I hadn't quite drunk the Kool-Aid on this so I was still kind of like, I, I liked Iron Man, but I didn't really care about the other ones. But uh, it got me into it, though. So, yeah. yeah. So all of that said, I mean, where some of those are, are definitely A-grade movies, others are not. And this one comes off as kind of a B for me. It's good. Mm. It's not really great. It's it's huge. I, I do kind of wish there'd been a little more, but I didn't come away disappointed yeah let's see in in my case i did feel pretty disappointed i admire the film's chutzpah like i think it makes some pretty bold decisions and that i like and like i think that's you know that i think is cool at the same time though i just don't think it's a very well-made film did i like i said i was at least entertained i am unsure about a good time quote unquote like probably had a good time but the fact that i'm unsure kind of gives it like a c plus for me but nonetheless, like I'm still gonna see the next movie. But when the next movie, co- when the next Avengers movie, like I'm very excited about Ant Man and I'm curious about Captain Marvel. But you know, I'm gonna be cautiously pessimistic about part two of this Infinity War stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I, I, I feel you. Yeah. So for, uh, for those of you who really don't want to be spoiled, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. For those of you who have already seen the movie or are just that person and don't care, stick around for a little bit. Yeah. The rest of you, bye. Bye. The entire time I knew him, he only ever had one goal. To wipe out half the universe. If he gets all the Infinity Stones, he can do it with the snap of his fingers. Just like that. Tell me his name again. Thanos. Alright. Welcome back, folks. Now we're getting to the more spoilery parts of the discussion. A huge thing happens at the end of this movie that we felt like we couldn't discuss. We couldn't adequately discuss the film without talking about it. And we felt like we couldn't do it without having spoilers involved. So here's the spoilery part. At the end of the film, Thanos wins. Yes, yeah, that's what happens. The bad guy wins, yep. which is yep. which is something I find interesting. I find it interesting that they let the bad guy win because that is something I don't know if we've ever really seen <laughs> in a superhero movie. Mm, not like this. I, like, we've seen other movies happen where the bad guy wins. I'm, I'm a big film noir guy. The bad guy wins all the time in those movies. You know, I don't think we've ever, like Lex Luthor never wins. Um, although that would be fascinating. Yeah, it's been done in the comics, but yeah. not in movies. And we've also been on the, on the record that Lex Luthor kind of sucks so it might it may not be so interesting yeah the, the whole lex luthor superman dynamic that's that's weird and hard to make it credible and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah this has other problems and it it very much looks like at the end that that thanos wins he's got all the stones they're all in the gauntlet he snaps his fingers and half of all sentient life pretty much everywhere seems to vanish. Yep. It's not really clear if that's just Earth. It's very much implied not. But well, because it happens on Titan, too. It, so. it, it does happen on Titan, but there's nobody left on Titan except for a few of the Avengers. Exactly. It's weird to see because a lot of characters that we really like, like, get Marvel raptured is what I'm going to be referring to it as, but they just sort of become dust. Like, a lot of beloved characters, you know, become dust. And the thing that kind of got to me about it is I felt like those were really lazy deaths. Um, <laughs> like, I get where they're coming from, and I, under I understand it all, but it doesn't quite resonate me with me emotionally by doing that, because instead of it me having, like, a, an actual emotional like thing to this, it just feels like, eh. <laughs> and it doesn't help the fact that I know that there's other movies coming down the line, so. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I can't really take this movie in a vacuum, because... There have been all these other movies. You know there's another Avengers movie coming that's a direct sequel to this. There are two more movies coming out in between now and that movie. Yeah. They're already filming Spider-Man's sequel mm -hmm. to his movie from last summer. Yeah. That'll be out next year after the Avengers. Yeah. And his dusted rapture death whatever you want to call it like his was one that i liked. like like his was one that did resonate with me like because because he yeah, actually gets, that was he gets to talk like everyone else just yeah. sort of goes away mostly mostly i i mean there, there were a couple that kind of started to to get me and i i think they were kind of building up to to peter parker because he's he's the young kid he he really is the newcomer here yeah all the rest of them have, have been doing this for a while and they're they're air quotes adults they're adults and they knew what they signed up for 
a lot of people are going to be pretty miffed about uh, about T'Challa in particular. Yeah, I'm miffed about T'Challa. So. Yeah, but but you're supposed to be. But I mean, he he dies saying this is no place to die to to his his general um, Okoye, I think is is her name. That's right. And so there's there's an irony there, and it's like oh oh crud. Mm-hmm. That stinks, and and you, you feel a little bit for uh, for Drax from from the Guardians. He, he he gets a little misty there, and and is is actually showing some some uh, some emotion, like like some some love for his for his compatriots, you know, for for Peter Quill in particular. Yep. And it, it it does all kind of build up to to Spider Man. It doesn't get better than that. Mm-hmm. It's it's sort of odd because like we know so Stephen Strange, you know, Doctor Strange looks out looks into the future and finds this one thing that makes it that allows them to win. And I know some people are going to be like, well, are we sure? Like maybe he was just lying to give them hope or something like and but he still says like this there was the uh, what is I can't remember the exact quote, but he basically says it kind of ambiguously. Mm-hmm. Like he he basically bargains for the stone to keep Tony alive because apparently in this in in order for the reset button to happen in in Avengers part yeah. four the reset button tony has to do something and it has to be tony that does it yeah and and strange actually says it was the only way it was the only way that was it and then he poofs and then he poofs what should be this like big oh my god ending comes off as kind of like uh, well like well like it'll be interesting to see how they come back i guess <laughs> yeah but i mean it's 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 like you kind of saw it coming it it's not really as shocking as maybe it could have been. Yeah, but I I don't know how they would have done it better. I I, I agree. It's kind of a problem. Yeah, it's but I, kind I can't of a offer constructive con- criticism here at all. Yeah, it's well. I mean, there's okay. Some one constructive criticism that I can give is that they could make it seem a little less lazy, and it could just be him, like maybe not snapping his fingers, or maybe things, or maybe we see something else, like. Like it could still happen to the same end, but it could have just been done a little bit differently. So yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just a guy who watches movies and have seen too many of them. So like <laughs> that and five bucks will get you something at a coffee shop. But that that was one of the things that made it disappointing is that they had this like really awesome ending, but it doesn't quite stick the emotional landing that at least for me, maybe I'm cynical, but like I just it felt lazy to me. It felt. Like, it didn't quite earn it. It does for other people. I know a lot of people have been really liking it, and they really like the bummer of the ending. I like that it is a bummer ending. I just don't particularly like the ending itself. Like, I think I would be fine with this same outcome if the execution was slightly different, I suppose, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I mean, you are cynical, and so am I, but you're not wrong. So, yeah, there's, there's... there's there's definitely that, but yeah, there there are also some some positive spoilery things we can can talk about here. That is true. We can talk about some positive things. Yeah, there are a, a couple of neat actual cameos as opposed to the uh, as as you said, sort of extended cameos that each of the supposed main characters gets. Uh, we got mm. uh, Peter Dinklage here, who was uh, playing a dwarf, like a giant, really dwarf giant, or something, really giant. Yeah. I'm still questioning the taste on that, but that doesn't mean I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's a weird little little twist on the on the mythology there. <laughs> but I mean, it, it it made me laugh. Yeah, and I mean, if if Dinklage is cool with it, then I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's cool. I like him. Yeah. There's the Stan Lee cameo. Yep. Pretty funny one. But we could talk about who's not in the movie. Uh, yeah, we can we can certainly talk about who's not in the movie. Um. 
and they they did briefly address it. Hawkeye is not in the movie. Ant-Man is not in the movie because Clint Barton and Scott Lang have families and they were on the run after after Civil War. So it's said that they took some kind of deal in order to better actually be able to be with their families and take care of them. That mm-hmm. that makes some sense, but I would still expect to see them in the next movie. Yeah, I think we're going to see them in the next movie, provided they survived the rapture, I guess. Yeah. I mean, 50-50 really isn't the best odds. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really isn't. But, uh, I mean... Everybody was surprised when they didn't kill Hawkeye in the last Avengers movie. Exactly, yeah, because he might as well have been wearing a red shirt through that whole movie, so... <laughs> it was That was something else. I don't think they're going to kill him off off-screen like a chump. It's like, if, if they've kept him alive this long, they'll, they'll kill him good if they intend to kill him. Yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right there. Related to that, some previous characters who have, have been in multiple movies and, and been well-liked, died pretty quickly in the opening sequence, actually. Idris Elba's Heimdall and Tom Hiddleston's Loki both snuffed it. Thanos offed them both. Oh, oh, that was another thing that, actually, that I remember correctly that kind of bothered me. We got like three different versions of the shoot me if you love me or I will use this Infinity Stone to kill your loved one kind of thing that I felt got kind of tired as the movie progressed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Um <laughs> And they they did play it a couple of different ways. Again, in fairness, Thor was was telling you know Loki, no, don't give it up. I'm not worth it. And yeah. we, we had Gamora actually tell Peter Quill to to shoot her. We had uh, we had the bit between Tony Stark and Stephen Strange toward the end, and we had the the bit with with Vision and Wanda. Right, right, man, that had slipped my mind a bit. And that 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 is a little bit of a B plot in, in a movie with too many A plots. There was a B plot. There's one. <laughs> yeah, there was a B plot. I I don't know. Nothing really surprised me on too much of a deep level. There were some little surprises, you know, as as far as the way certain action set pieces played out, or you know, some of the gags and and quips. There were quips in this movie. I mean, to to your point, maybe not quite enough, but I was not starved for them. But there wasn't anything really unexpected. I mean, anybody who's been keeping up at all had to kind of know this is about how this was going to go, which is not really a problem that they've had in most of their other movies. I mean, even for being, you know, superhero comic book kind of movies and a lot of them origin stories, it's like, oh, you know, the the hero's going to suffer a defeat, but then learn a lesson and finally come back and defeat the bad guy. That that all happens, but somehow they still manage to keep you engaged and a little bit guessing on the edge of your seat. I didn't get that as much here. Mm-hmm. It was it was all fairly by the numbers. Yeah. Do you feel like Thanos lives up to his hype? No, not really, to be honest. We've been having this guy hyped up for like since the first yeah, Avengers yeah, movie. They, they teased him at the at the very end of of that one, um, and and then he actually appeared as a an actual character with with a a few lines in uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's been been mentioned a couple of times since, I think, as well. And and uh, Thor and uh, and uh, Wong, a fellow fellow sorcerer with with Doctor Strange, played by Benedict Wong, which is just freaking weird. Two Benedicts, and Wong is Wong. Huh, that's funny. Yeah, there are lots of weird little things like that. It's 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 in. 
I, I, I suppose it's it shouldn't be too surprising as big as this thing has gotten. I mean, it might almost be easier to list A-list actors who have not been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, was, I was remembering just, like, Tommy Lee Jones, even. I mean, it was, wasn't his first time in a comic book movie, or even his second, but... Yeah, he's 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 in the MCU. He's never gonna do it again. But he was in the one movie. That's a good point. I never thought about doing it. And it, it's interesting that some people do come back. Red Skull showed up in the, again in this. Although apparently wasn't Hugo Weaving. Apparently. Yeah. Well, they they do still with very few exceptions seem to still have this problem with killing off the villains, which is something you don't see in pretty much any other version of of these stories with these characters i mean partly because oh well they're they're the heroes they're the good guys they're they're not killers and partly because they know they've got to sell more comic books or do more television episodes and they they want to have yeah villains to fall back on exactly they haven't done that with the movies and i i think that may be partly intentional the more i think about it because they are movies and it's it's not going to go yeah. on forever. I mean, it's been 10 years and nearly 20 movies. It's 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 not like, oh, we're we're going to have, you know, a million issues of of Captain America or Iron Man still to do after this that we need to fall back on their villains every few months or every couple of years or something. Well, I think in the future they're supposed to have like a hard reset. Like there may still be Iron Man related movies, but they won't necessarily have Robert Downey Jr. anymore. Right. Oh, and Chris Evans doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> like they have plans in order for them to after these actors are done that they can do something right. else. Yeah. So they they certainly have. They're not telling anybody what they are because they're actually very good at keeping secrets. And somehow this movie still wasn't as surprising as one might have hoped. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I don't know. A part of me sort of feels like they took all of our criticisms that we've had all the years. They go, oh, so the stakes aren't high enough for you? Well, how about this? Blah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And I, I, I kind of got a little bit of a sense, too, that they were trolling a lot of the, the real comic book nerds by not, for instance, killing off Steve Rogers or Tony Stark. Yeah. Be- because people mm-hmm. are trying to read the tea leaves and, and sort of, you know, play the the larger game of you know well this actor and that and the other and in the comics this and i feel like they were deliberate about doing something that was not going to be expected based on that information right no i I think you're right and that's the smarter thing to do i agree it's uh, it's an, it's it's interesting that I haven't seen as much backlash about this than we did the last Jedi. I don't know. I that Star Wars is a weird kind of animal because of how it's 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 all gone. Yeah, there've been lots of comic books and novels and other tie-in media, most of which has been thrown out now yeah. and is not considered canon at all. Again, mm-hmm. because of nothing inside the universe it's it's all external because george lucas sold to disney and the mouse was all like oh i'm not gonna deal with this stuff (laughs) (laughs) we are so getting letters oh whatever (laughs) i don't blame them that was a lot of stuff yeah no i i I don't blame them at all and they they have kind of cherry picked on on that and and taken some of the good bits and and folded them back in which is neat but yeah, yeah I, I don't know. There's just so much history with these characters in so many other forms of media. I mean, mostly comic books. Captain America's mm-hmm. been around since World War II, 
like literally, yeah. like in the real world. Yeah, literally. That, that's 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 how long this comic book has been going on. Yeah, it kind of comes and goes at, at at different points in history, but that's a lot of history to deal with when you're you're trying to come up with material for a, a character and and a story to tell. Yeah. Well, also throughout the years, we've like if you've grown up reading the comics, like you've seen these kind of things happen to them. Maybe because they have such a history and they've had all the things happen to them before. Maybe that's why fans aren't as up in arms about this one. Yeah, comic fans, I think, at this point are sort of used to, you know, retcons and, and resets and, and things. It's, right. it's sort of become part of the fabric of what that whole medium is, almost. And yeah, people, you know, di- different writers taking different spins on characters when it, when they, they get a run at a at a comic book. So, you know, oh, hey, here's here's this volume or maybe two or three that are written by the same person but it's, it's different from something that happened five years ago just because it can be. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the like it, it, it feels like once every so often in comic books, somebody will do one big major change and people will stick with it for a while and then it'll go away. And, yeah, so. yeah. So I, I think there's something to be said for that. You know, comic fans looking at this and saying, this is just a different take on, you know, story that, yeah, we've we've seen before, but it's it's kind of neat to see the little differences. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I should stop thinking of these movies. You you feel with the episodic system of things, it feels like a television series. It does a bit. Maybe if I st- like literally remembered that yes, these are comic books, and that's this is where they're getting their stuff from. Maybe that would change a few things on me being annoyed about it. Yeah, I I think it would help manage expectations a bit. Yeah, probably. That doesn't mean, however, that doesn't mean that they can't make a better movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's true, and we've seen them do it. So, I, I don't know. My, my feeling is that this one was sort of disjointed almost out of necessity in a way, and that part two will actually be better for it. Yeah, it has a lot to deal with. That's what it's going to try to do. And like and like I said, cautiously pessimistic. I'm expecting it to not work, but I'll still go check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. This isn't their best, but I still liked it. Okay. Well, I'm still gonna see Ant Man, and I'm still gonna I'm still gonna see Captain Marvel because I'm curious to see what happens there. Yeah. Well, it'll only be the second female-led superhero movie. No, I don't think we want to count Catwoman. <laughs> well, I don't think they want us to count Catwoman. Besides, she's not a hero, really. <laughs> she's an anti-hero. Um, yeah. It it all depends on the situation. Wonder Woman kind of led the way there, and it's it's got problems too, but. I definitely yeah. want to see more of this. I mean, there's there's no good reason to not have female characters in these kind of positions as well. None. So let's 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 do more of that. Yeah, apparently they're finally working on a Black Widow after like years of not. Uh yeah, cuz she first appeared in Iron Man 2 in 2010, wasn't it? It's been a little yep. while. She's she's been around. She's been in several movies. So and there's there's yep. material there and you know to flesh out her backstory some and and make her an interesting character in her own right. Oh well, we'll see what happens. Yep. Luckily there's all kinds of movies to watch, so Yeah, and we're going to be seeing some of those too. But uh all that said, it's the summer movie season and it's still April. It's not even May yet, but here we are. We there there's some some big summer kind of movies coming out this year. I'm excited for some of them. I'm going to see some some others that maybe I'm not as excited for, but we'll talk about them. All right. I guess that's it. Yep. I, I think that's all. Thanks all of you who stuck around and uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made up names. 
than I am Spider-Man.